Happy Sunday, everybody. Happy Sunday and welcome to the very first day of spring. Yes, y'all. It's the first day of spring. We get the shorts out. Um, my name is Quincy Thomas and I am the host and founder of Studio Q. And I'd like to give a big shout out to everybody on Facebook, everybody watching on YouTube, a special shout out to Soul TV. This is my very first time broadcasting live to all of you. So please say hello in the chat. What's up? Let's get to know one another. Um, today is a very, very special day because um, I get to interview Jessica Jolia, who is uh, special to me because she was my very, 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 very first live interview on any platform, really. Like it was on Instagram, but she was my first live. Actually, March 18th, this past uh, Friday, um, marked a year that I interviewed Jessica. She was a perfect person for me to go live with first. I mean, talented, beautiful, the whole thing. I'll, I'll put a link to our conversation from last year in the chat. Anybody who's watching this on the replay, what's up? Thank you for watching. Anybody who's listening to this on the um, Quincy podcast, thank you for uh, listening. So without further ado, Jessica has taken time off a tour. She in the middle of a tour, in the middle of a pandemic, in the middle of a war. I mean, this girl, she don't stop, can't stop, won't stop. Without further ado, let me add my girl, uh, Jessica, to the stream. What's up, Jessica? Hi! What is up? Looking beautiful. I love the locks, girl. You better come on. Thank you. I do what I can. Thank you. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Well, thank you so much for agreeing to go live with me on your day off. I mean, you're in the middle of a tour, so I appreciate you giving me some of your time just to catch up with you and say hello and also, you know, just to commemorate our anniversary. Of course. Yes, yes. So how has tour been? You know what? It's, I mean, I, first of all, it's like crazy because it's, for me, it was the longest time that I've had off. Um, and I don't know how many years I'm used to always being gone, whether it's tour or, or lots of dates, you know, here and there um, throughout the year, the course of the year. And when the pandemic hit um, 2020, especially, you know, everything kind of shut down. And even towards the end of the year, when some people were willing to see like, oh, maybe we can do, you know, a show or two. I just was really nervous about it. Um, and last year, I ended up getting COVID twice. <laughs> Wait a second. I didn't even know you did twice. Wait a minute. Jessica, you got it. I was going to ask you about that. But hey, talk about yes. it now. How did you do the first time? And then how far you know, away from the first time, did you get this? Like, what was the time period between getting it again? So I got it last July, like right before my birthday. Um, I was extremely cautious. I didn't really go anywhere unnecessarily. I would go out, you know, for groceries or to get gas or just, you know, the basic necessities, but I wasn't, you know, doing parties or anything like that. Definitely not performing. Um, and one of my sisters went out of town and I picked her up from the airport and she didn't know she was already sick. And so I got sick from her. Um, she actually was okay. She was sick, probably the standard time frame, maybe like five to 10 days for me. Uh-oh, you didn't pause. Jessica frozen, y'all. What happened? Oh, oh you good now. You good. No, I, I have asthma. So it was something that I was naturally concerned about, you know, with getting COVID. And like I said, the first few days I was fine, but it started to get progressively worse. And I unfortunately ended up in the hospital. 
Um, and I was there for like five days and it took me, honestly, even after they sent me home on oxygen, it took me like two months before I felt like, ooh, okay, I feel okay. And I decided to get vaccinated because up to that point, I just felt like I didn't have enough information. I'm definitely not like do it or don't do it. I feel like it's a case by case situation. Everybody's different. Everybody's health concerns and, and needs are different. So I was just trying to do what I thought was best for me in holding off. Um, but after I got so sick the first time, it was just kind of like, no, I really need to see if this will help me in the event that I get sick again, because they just kept talking about there's so many variants that are going to happen and it's so contagious and this, that, and the third. So um, I did get vaccinated and then I did a show for New Year's Eve thinking I would be okay. And I got sick again. <laughs> but the second time. After, after, after vaccination. Yep. Wow. So the first time I had it was uh, the beginning of July. And the second time I actually got my test back like January 3rd. So I'm sure I got it between December 31st and January 1st is probably when I was actually sick. Um, and But that was a lot more mild. And also because I had had it the first time. Um, I kind of knew what to do to help myself not to progressively get worse. The first time I, I had no idea because the symptoms, it, it didn't just, okay, smack, I'm really, really sick and I have asthma and this is what I need to do. It really felt like a cold. And then as the days went by, it was like, wait a minute, this is not like a cold. I'm, I'm having more and more trouble breathing and more and more fatigue and less and less of an appetite. So the second time around, um, I think I probably felt, I wouldn't even say bad, just sick, maybe like three days. And then I stayed what? away from everyone. Yeah, it wasn't bad. It was like three days. And I you think um, that the vaccination helped. I think so for me. I and I know it's different for everybody because I have friends who haven't been vaccinated and they have never gotten any variant. And then I have relatives who are boosted and they've gotten it two and three times. So I really think it just depends. Yes, I think it really just depends on each person and, and you know, we don't have a lot of information about, you know, what exactly it actually even is. You know, I mean, they're saying to get vaccinated. And like I said, I waited for a bit. But when I got it, I felt it was the best choice for me. Um, and I do think, although, you know, I don't think I'll know for sure, because the the variant that I got the second time, uh, Omicron, was supposed to be more contagious, but less intense. I don't know if, you know, like, let's say I didn't get vaccinated if I wouldn't have gotten as sick anyways. But I would like to think that with the vaccine, it did help get help. Me Jessica, get we, don't, we, we don't want to play uh, Russian roulette with somebody who has asthma. So no. I am very grateful that you got vaccinated. Thank you. Yes. No, I, I appreciate that. You know, like I said, I believe I'm not a doctor, <laughs> but I do believe that it helped me the second time around. Um I haven't gotten the booster shot. I'm eligible for the booster shot. I haven't gotten it yet just because um, the way uh, our tour schedule is going and the routing um, happens to take place when we go overseas. It When I was eligible to be to be uh, to get the booster shot, it was the beginning of February. And I was looking at the time frame because it says, you know, as time progresses, the further away you get from being, you know, boosted, the less effective the booster shot is. And we're going to Europe in the summertime. So I'm since I had it in January, I'm like, fingers crossed, I'll be OK until I get to take a break right before we go to Europe. And then I'll get that again. And hopefully it works. And like I said, you know, I'm a person that um, is very much about information. I, I do my due diligence and I do my research. And I was a person who held off at first. And I do understand why people don't get it. And I understand why people do get it. And I just feel like for me, 
it was worth at least trying to see if it would help me because I ended up being a person who was so sick. And I, you know, I was very cautious. I did the hand sanitizer. I didn't do anything extra. I took extra supplements and I still ended up being sick. So that was for me what I thought was the best choice. And so now we're out on the road and I'm still being careful and I have my mask when I go here and there. And a lot of times I'm in my room like I am now. <laughs> I stay away from the Deservedly so. Anybody who's at home with oxygen, my goodness, you know? Yeah. You know, but what I love about what I love about Jessica is like even when I interviewed her last year and she was sick, beyond sick, had to go to the hospital. On it's always something with you on tour, girl. It is. Going- it is. <laughs> it is. She had to go. Like she had to go to the doctor. But like you, you plow through because I was reading on your Instagram. Let me just your your teacher, your instructor. Oh my gosh! Look, <laughs> listen to this, y'all. She's not just a singer, songwriter, producer, you know, all around cancer boss, cancer as in zodiac sign, because that's my sign as well. Um, but let me just read this. Jessica, you know, is a full-time student at uh, Full Sail, and Jessica's instructor suggested her retaking the class following um, the following month. However, however, stubborn Jessica, they didn't say stubborn. <laughs> that's <laughs> me. That's fair. However, Jessica was determined to complete all the assignments by the last day of the program. In the following week, she continued early morning breathing treatments and took various medications to get her oxygen saturation higher, as daunting an obstacle as it was to try and catch up on three weeks of work. It gave her some time, something to focus on besides COVID. Okay, so she's going to just plow into work. Initially, she spent about (laughs) 30 minutes on schoolwork each day to start and as her health slowly improved, she increased her time spent on homework to hours getting work done. By week number five, she not only caught up after following behind, she finished three weeks early, celebrated, check this out y'all, with a 4.0 GPA and a final grade of 98% for the entire program. Girl, bye, who are you? (laughs) I know, I know. I don't, like, I don't like not doing well at anything. <laughs> I, I can't help it. I can't but help at the expense, But listen, at the expense of breathing, Lord Jesus, you well, are doing okay, it. So, but look, but, but fair enough. They sent me home with an oxygen tank. So, I mean, even if I was struggling, it was like, just turn the dial up a little bit. <laughs> just do what you got to do. Just, you know, you got you to gotta finish. that. I didn't like that. I mean. Jessica and froze again. I don't know what's going on. Where you at, girl? Where you at? Here we are. There you go. Yeah, you good. Okay. This is supposed to be the best space in my room. I'm in my hotel room right now. But um, no, I, I don't think the teacher was trying to be negative or facetious at all. It's just I'm sure that the professors deal with students who have COVID. And some people probably don't get very sick and a lot of people get, you know, more sick than others. And then you just kind of do, you know, a case by case basis. And the fact that they knew I was in the hospital was my doctor actually gave me a doctor's note when I left. You don't need to do anything for two months. It was two months. And I was like, okay, I won't go to the gym. That's cool. But I need to do other things. And so I, I understood where my professor was coming from. But at the same time, I was like, but I'm not, I can't do anything but be at home and sit and try to recover. So if, you know, if I felt like, oh, I just don't even have the energy to open up my laptop, that would be a different situation. But I'm like, I'm, 
kind of laying and resting anyway. So let me just try. And I, I appreciated that they gave me the option of retaking it if I needed to. But I was like, I just, I don't think I need to. So let me see. And if I see that when I'm trying, I'm overexerting myself and it's too much, I, okay, at least I tried. But I, I was not okay with, yeah, just go ahead and skip it for this time and circle around next month and see how, no, that's just not me. <laughs> no, no, listen, the only reason I wanted to read the whole thing is because regular people, just regular average Joes out here, they not doing that. <laughs> I so, <laughs> so I had to read the whole thing because in the end, you still got a 4.0. In the end, like yeah. through COVID, you still, yeah. you know, got your that grades was my goal. and everything. Yeah. That was my but goal. I mean, and and I, was, I was okay with trying. And if trying was just overexerting myself and really needing to do what the professor advised, I was okay with that. It wasn't that I was, no matter what, I'm going to do it, even if I'm on my deathbed. Like, I was realistic. But I'm just not a person that's just very easily deterred. And so it was like, no, I, I understand what you're saying. And I appreciate it because I know it's it's coming or I hope that it's coming from a good space in that you want me to have the time to get back to regular me, you know? But I was just yeah. like, why would, like, I'm almost done. At this point, I'm almost done. Why would I delay finishing if I don't have to? No, I get you know? it. No, no, listen, listen, I get it. I get it. Listen, before I went to meet Whitney, I had to, I had just finished my thesis for my master's degree. And she was like, no, just go. I was like, ma'am, no, ma'am. Okay, I, I know I'm going, but I'm going to need you to sign off on this exactly. <laughs> before I go. So I, <laughs> Exactly. I need My to get this done. I was like, no, you don't need happen. to sign this. Yeah, because when I come back, I need this to be straight. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so yeah, I, I told totally... you. I was coming from the same place. I need to fit. No, I get it. I get it. But I'm just letting you, I'm just trying to illustrate that that's a rarity and it should be um, shined on. So that's dope. I mean, I'm still glad that your health wasn't, you know, compromised. But I love sure. that go-getter in you. It's just so much. It's like boss energy. I just love that. So I like to highlight <laughs> all the time. Well, I want to get, I want to get, I want when you are sick, I want to get to the music because one of the things sure. um, that I, that I know when you are sick like that, did you have time? I mean, besides all the work that you had to do for school to just reflect on all the amazing moments that sometimes we take for granted or just go so fast. You know, because we got we're on to the next moment, on to the next moment, on to the next moment. Um, because, you know, I, I look, I'm on StreamYard. I got a few clips that I want to show to highlight <laughs> just some of the things. Girl, I'm like, I didn't learn something new. But I just want you to talk about, talk about, you know, anything that crossed your mind while you were in that state, you know, um, just, just about your career thus far. Y'all, she done froze again. Oh, just like actually. No, there you go. You good? Okay. No, you done froze again. Mm -mm. <laughs> Y'all, yeah, yeah. Mm -mm -mm. Maybe you need to leave and come back in. Okay. Wait. Let's see. Okay. Now you. Okay. Mm. Let's see. You still frozen, girl. 
Let's see. Mannequin challenge. <laughs> she gonna leave and come back in because uh, her uh, hotel room, the Wi-Fi janky, y'all. But Jessica, she's shining. She's a strong woman. See all the stuff that she done been through? Somebody said, somebody, Jackie Jones. This is a great video. Thank you, Jackie. John L. Brown said, go get your, your booster shot. He definitely talking to Jessica because I got my booster. I don't want her to be sick. What's up, Midnight R&B Edition? Chastity in the building. Okay, let's get Jessica back in there. Hey, girl. Okay, we're going to try it Yes, yes. I just wanted you to speak on, you know, being in that state because you were sick twice, you know. Yeah. And um, just not performing because of the pandemic is one thing, but to be sick. So did you have time to just like reflect on some of the amazing things or some things that you wanted to, you know, do in the future as well? You know, I, I really did. Um, I don't like anything that has to slow me down. So it was definitely frustrating to have to deal with being sick for so long. The first time, the second time, like I said, it wasn't so bad. Um, but because I had so much downtime, I did take deliberately the opportunity to say, you know, this is unfortunate that it, pan especially like I said, because I, I was the one annoying person that was like, I'm not doing anything. If I haven't, like, if you're not in my bubble, I'm not going to see you. I'm sorry. I love you. We can FaceTime. Um, and I ended up getting sick anyway, but it did, um, it did force me. I feel like in a way to just kind of go back to what I had done prior to, I mean, for me, I felt like my 2020 was very different from a lot of people in the sense that I felt comfortable staying at home and being productive at home. And I didn't really feel that I had such a difficult adjustment to not being able to go to the studio to get work done because everything was, you know, I have, I always have a remote setup. So I had that available and I was still able to use that as my outlet. And I didn't feel that, you know, kind of separation from studio yeah. or the, I didn't feel like I wasn't able to get my ideas out because I couldn't leave and, you know, X, Y, Z. So I, I understand that if you're a person who's not, you know, familiar with the setup and you can't record at home that you do have that, but I didn't have that. So 2020 for me was a very productive year and I did get a lot of work done and I was able to release, you know, a handful of, of songs. Um, was I frustrated that it took so long for me to, Mm -mm -mm. They won't let us be great today. I don't know. They won't. <laughs> Keep going. Um, Go ahead. <laughs> you um, you, you know, because I because I was able to in the space of being frustrated about not being able to to move forward with new things, I I was still able to look back and say, you know, you have all the tools and you had all the tools and resources to be able to get your ideas out when there are so many people who couldn't. Um, and not because they're not capable, but because that wasn't a particular interest of them to learn how to engineer and do things remotely if that needed to happen. Um, you know, so yes, I was able to appreciate it. But like I said, it was like a girl, I was a person in the shower, like, me, 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 me. nope, still not there. Me, me, me. Nope, still not there. <laughs> I was trying my best, like, oh, no, oh, no. I mean, cracking and all kind of crazy stuff. And I was like, okay, Jesus, well, just. Let me be patient enough to get it back. Because if you don't come back, I mean, I got to do a whole new career plan. Um, <laughs> <laughs> this, I mean, 
but I'm sure, listen, but I'm sure you were doing it prematurely too. I sure I'm sure you were in the shower way before you were better trying to get back to your peak. I was. I was, because I'm like, oh, the hot water's going, and I got some tea tree oil in here, and I'm feeling good. No, your voice said, ma'am, have a seat. <laughs> have a seat. Because nothing, nothing, can, nothing can substitute rest. No, no. And I'm not, I'm not used to that. I learned to appreciate it. Um, it was unfortunate mm -hmm. that it was because I was sick <laughs> that I learned to You're appreciate happy. that rest, but I did. Mm -hmm. um, and so, you know, then when I was able to get back to a space where even with exercise, I had to gradually like there was I couldn't I the first time I tried to walk around the block, I was visiting my sister and she walks her dog every couple of days. And I said, OK, I, I they gave me so much stuff to take home with and they gave me a pulse oximeter. So you put it on your index finger just to see what your oxygen levels are like. And I was like, OK, I have it with me. I'll just try to take a walk with you. And this was literally probably three and a half weeks after I had been home. And I was like, OK, I'm going to do my best. Here we go. So you get like halfway around the block and I'm like, I can't breathe and I'm walking. That's it. And mm -hmm. I, it's not like I can't breathe and I need an inhaler or something to save me. But it was like this, like I shouldn't be in this much distress. Yeah. So it was, it was me, a lot of me, like, you know, I'm trying to do probably too much too soon. Um, mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, when I got back to the space of uh, I'm healthy again, I just was able to like reflect on so much. A lot of what you said, like reflecting on what I had accomplished, um, being grateful for the ability to recover, because I know so many people had a different outcome than I did. And then just yeah. projecting forward, like, OK, but I still want to do this. So what am I going to do moving forward to keep myself healthy or as healthy as possible? Because unfortunately, in some cases, you know, I could go just pick up a juice and, oh, well, the juice was contaminated and I didn't know and, you know, X, Y, Z. But it was a very interesting time. It was a time of, you know, accepting the fact that I had to rest when I didn't want to, um, letting my lungs, number one, because I had I had COVID pneumonia, so my lungs were very messed up. Thankfully, I didn't have any scarring, but it's when you have to deal with pneumonia, and I've had it a few times since I was a kid, it's just a very laborious recovery and, you know, like if you're like me and you're impatient, you just want to get back to it. You, you can't no matter what. So, yeah, you're right. I was in the shower. Da, 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 da. Why are you doing that? Why are you doing that? <laughs> yes. Listen, I want I would listen. I want to tell me how long I'm about to play a clip of Jessica singing live. Okay. Something I found on the Internet. OK. OK. And when we come back, I want you to tell me how long it took for you to get back to this place. OK. All right. OK. Vocal cords, but I'll listen. <laughs> yeah, a girl. 
Hey, 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 come on. Come on. Okay, you hear it. You hear it. See? Uh-uh. You ain't going to get me doing it. The last time you got me, this time, I am going to let you sing for the people. Okay, so I'm going to tell you. What was I? Oh, I'll tell you exactly what I was trying to sing. Sweet Thing is like literally one of my favorite songs. And it's probably the song that I've sung the most of every cover song live. And I'm like, okay, I know I can sing Sweet. If I can sing Sweet Thing, I'm okay. That means I'm getting better, right? Child. And mind you, I'm in the shower with my tea tree oil and everything else. And I'm just to the, ah, but it was like, ah, ah, And I, I was like, and I'm like, oh, are we swollen? No. And that's all I could get, and I was like, "Do look, do that other part again. Do the real, do the real part. Do the real one that you that you." Oh, 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 oh. And I definitely couldn't do that, girl. Please, <laughs> I had no range. I was like, "Am I going to be a baby?" Now you know what the rest of us feel like, Jessica. <laughs> I was really like, so maybe I what should What did that learn, feel like, like to be able, like, you know, singing probably comes so naturally and you probably sing yeah. throughout the day and with the radio, with your own stuff. So to be able to go for that note and it's nothing there, what does that feel like as an artist? It's scary. It's always scary, though. I think even when I, like, when I was younger and I would get sick, and it would anything because for me, like just because I have asthma, I think that the average person could get like a sinus infection or a head cold and it stays in your head and that's it. But nine times out of 10 for me, whatever I get travels into my chest. And then that's when I start having the chest and the throat issues. So losing my voice and not being able to sing, you know, the low and, and the high ends of my range is not unusual for me. And I think I probably am always afraid um, even when I know, oh, it's just a cold and eventually it'll go to it'll go away. But with COVID, because there was so little information and so many people would come back with, oh, well, now they have long COVID and, and this is affected and that is affected. Mm -hmm. And so you don't know every individual still, it seems like each person is different. And so mm -hmm. to me, it was like, does that mean like I'm not going to be able to sing the same way? Does it mean that it's going to take longer for me to get better? How will that impact me in the long run? And so like, I'm not even lying. I was like, yeah, I just need to sing baritone. I don't know. Maybe we need to read too. Maybe we need to rethink the 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 way that you're writing and the songs that you love so much. You probably got to lower the key three or four steps. I mean, oh my. it was a different God. it was a different space, you know. And like I said, I'm used to you know temporarily it goes okay, it goes away and then it comes back. But when you have some illness that's new and there's not so much information about it, it's like, does that mean like I can't? Yeah. And then how does that affect me? Because like you said, I sing every day and whether I'm performing or not, it's, I wake up singing and I'm singing in the shower and I'm singing on my way to the store. Like that's just me. So to not have it, to not have your voice working the way you need it to in the moment, it's just like, so what am I going to mm. do now? <laughs> like I can't even be somebody's vocal coach. I can't do nothing. Like, Lord, don't listen to me. I'm a mess right now. I can't give an example. I'm so glad. I'm so glad that you recovered. <laughs> I mean, what, like, okay, so now it's 2022. You done been through COVID twice. Yeah. Um, and you're on tour, about to go to Europe soon. I, I'm, I'm hearing from your yes. conversation. Um, 
who are you on tour with? Have this come about? Let us know where we can see you over sure. in Europe. Like, because, you know, Soul TV, a lot of people from Europe um, may see this now or watch this later. So they might want to catch you in a live yeah. show. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, I like, like I said, I had taken a, a lot of space and time away from touring. And some of it, you know, initially was, you know, it's unavoidable. Everything is shut down. But when things started right. to open back up, I would get calls and I was afraid. Um, first and foremost, before I even got sick, I was definitely like, no, I don't. And then after I got sick and I was so sick, I was like, I just need to give my body a chance to get back to what I feel like is good and strong and and able to perhaps deal with it again if I were to catch it again. So I waited for a while. Um, and then I got a call, um, I want to say maybe in October or November of last year. And mm -hmm. a lot of the the work that I do when I'm touring with other artists is just referrals. And, and that's the one thing that I appreciate about the music community that I've come to be a part of. We really all look out for each other. So um, nice. my friend Lucas, he was like, listen, my friend Rob is tour managing this band. Their name is Kaleo. They're an Icelandic like blues rock band. You may or may not you know, be familiar with their music, but they're becoming very popular in the States um, because they've had so many placements on all these different television shows and in film and XYZ. And I said, okay, well, let me think about it because I have gotten sick before and I recovered. And at that point I had gotten vaccinated fully too. So I was like, well, let me see. And and I listened to their music and I'm like, I definitely know these songs. I just think because my mind was in a different space and it's pandemic that I wasn't really paying attention to, you know, who the artist actually was. But I, I appreciated the music. And I said, yeah, like, I think I think I'll be OK with that, especially like I said, because I'm vaccinated. So hopefully I don't get sick again, which I did. But whatever. <laughs> and then we just kind of, you know, piece things because everybody's in different like the band is they, they are from Iceland. So they live there and wow. there are crew members in Nashville and some in L.A. and kind of spread out all over the place. So a lot of the pre prep work was done, you know, via email and Skype and FaceTime and X, Y, Z and all those things. Um, and then we finally came together in February for rehearsal and mm -hmm. we did our first show in February and we've been going ever since. Um, we wow. have shows through, I want to say mid May, um, in North America. So it's in the States and some in Canada. And then we have a little bit of time off and then we go to Europe for the summer and then have another short break and then go back to Europe. So I do have the, the band's Instagram is, I believe, it's official Kaleo. Um, but okay. I also have the schedule posted on my page. So um, oh, let me do let me do a, a banner. I got a Jessica. I got a Jessica CNN banner. Follow Jessica. I know it's going to be on your Instagram, your Twitter. Yes. 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 Every, I'm so glad you said that because I really worked hard to do that early on in my life, in my career. Get Jessica Jolia on every single platform. <laughs> Try to and make I'm glad it easy. You did. Yeah. Yes. Um, yes. But yeah, I definitely I posted the schedule there. You have to. I don't have a whole lot of pictures posted right now, so it actually should be easy to find. Um, mm -hmm. And it will show obviously the dates we've already done, and then the upcoming, and then the European dates as well. But yeah, it's a very fun group of people. They're all very talented, um, very warm and genuine people. Um, you know, us Americans, we're kind of us and in our way. And they're not like that. They're very like, everybody loves everyone. And it's so sweet. I, I appreciate working with them. Nice. It sounds like a breath of fresh air, too, with that kind of, you know, energy. Girl, 
she done froze again. Now I think I think now I know why she's freezing because she's working with people from Iceland. <laughs> They're watching us. They're watching us, making sure I don't say anything wrong. I'm glad listen, I'm glad you said that because um if you guys have any questions for Jessica, you know, during our conversation, just put a cue in front of your question and I'll make sure to ask it before we end our conversation. Well, I'm so proud of myself. I usually just ignore, you know, <laughs> not because not on purpose, but just because I'm usually do I usually do interviews in person, you know, yeah, and there's always course. people around. And so I'm not ever focusing on the people around, just the person that I'm interviewing. So it's a whole new, <laughs> oh, wait a second. Okay, but listen, John L. Brown said, get your booster shot. No, I am. I'm getting it. I'm getting it in May. I just, I had you to time it. it because I, I wanted it to be closer to when we're going overseas. Because I'm like, okay, if, if I had it in January, I should be okay for like, I think they say like up to maybe, well, they don't even really know for sure, but like 90 days, maybe up to six months. Right. So I was like, okay, I'm going to do that because what I didn't want to do was get it when I also have a natural immunity. And then by the time it's time to leave, it started to wear off. So I'm like, gotcha. let me kind of rely on my body for now. And then I'm going to get it. Okay. Doc okay. Dr. Fauci. All right. Dr. Fauci. <laughs> you know me. I've, I've been reading a little bit. <laughs> George, Kevin is asked, how many background singers do you have? I think right now you are, you're supporting them, right? Or their band or how yes, does it I'm work? I'm supporting okay. them. So there are two of them. Two. Okay. Awesome. And who's the other background singer? Is she cool? You've been having fun with her as well? Girl. Of course. I was going to say, of course I'm frozen when you asked me that. <laughs> yes. It's all good. Her name is... <laughs> She's probably watching too. Her name is April Rucker and she's amazing. She's, she's great. She's very easy to work with. Very talented. Um, she comes from Nashville. So we all met up in Nashville and she was already at home base. Um, and she has a long history of touring um, with various artists. I think um, a lot of artists that are in the rock or the country or the blues um, genre. But yeah, she's great. Mm -hmm. And just a great person, too. I, I love that people can be talented and easy to work with. But outside of all those things, when it's just, a you know, an off day or, you know, whatever, she's still she's great. So, yes. Nice. And I think probably all of her social media is the same, too. But yeah. Nice. And what like, you know, I interviewed um somebody last week, Beth, and um she's coming out with her second album, but she's still does background for Kim, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? And I think, so can you just talk about being a independent artist, but also willing to go support other artists as well? Absolutely. Still. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, For me, one of the most important things that I wanted to accomplish was just achieving the goal that I've had since I was a kid and that's establishing my label and kind of defining what I want my label to be about, how I want it to work. Decade of records in the house. <laughs> Decada Records, that's right. Um, <laughs> however, um, I still, my management team and I, over the course of the, honestly, since the beginning of the pandemic, we've had multiple meetings with different labels where there have been opportunities presented for joint ventures. But when you look at the numbers, they don't make sense for me based on my contribution. I think there's a lot of opportunity for people who, um, 
maybe they perform well and they sing well, but they don't necessarily write their material and they're not producing the music and X, Y, Z. And then the opportunity is I'm me and I'm bringing me to you. And then you do the rest of the business side of things that maybe I'm not in a position to do or don't have an interest in doing. Um, but because I've done so much, it's just like I've, I've literally very recently ended a meeting on a, you know, I appreciate you, but a no thank you because they listen to the music and, oh, the music is great and, you know, you're talented and they can see footage of me performing, whether it was my stuff or, you know, for other people. And they want to do like an 80-20 deal where it's 80% in their favor. And the justification is because we're going to market it for you. And if you don't have marketing, then no one hears you. And yes, you do need marketing, but at the expense of me giving up what I actually contributed. Now, it would be different if, if like I said, I'm singing and I, that's all I got. You know, and you're going to say that I'm going to arrange for songwriters to come in and producers to come in. Jessica Froge and y'all. Here I am again. <laughs> so, yes, you was just singing. That's where you left off. <laughs> if you were just singing and, and you, you know, didn't really bring anything else to the table then I can understand. And I would never still say like 80, 20, I think in most cases it's kind of crazy. Um, but for a person who's, you are the voice and you are the face and you are behind the music production and you are the songwriter and the engineer and all these other things, it doesn't make, it's not to me, it's not um, a fair, if you want to use the word fair exchange, yeah. I give you 80% of everything that I've created and anything that I'll create in the future for you to let people hear me. It's like, ah, I feel like maybe I should just figure out how to be more creative and getting people to know who I am versus assigning and allocating all of these things that should by right belong to me or if it's me and like two other people because most of the time when it comes to the music and the production i am working with the same few people you know so mm -hmm. to say all this hard work that we've done we're going to give most of it away to them because they have the button to press to make sure that everybody hears it no that's just not really my thing you know Mm -hmm. So is that what they call the 360 deals? Is that is that well, 360? I, don't know. I mean, that's kind of a 360 deal. It could be. Um, I definitely have been presented with 360 deal opportunities. Um, my intention, if I was ever going to collaborate with another label, would be like a joint venture, like your label, my label. This is what I bring. This is what you do, and it makes sense. You know, the splits yeah. make sense, and everything else. Um, I'm certainly not. I've never asked for anything that was unfair, but I. I'm not willing to take something unfair because my goal has not been, I just want my name in lights, even if I'm poor. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, so uh, you know, you just kind of got to look at it like, mm, okay, it's okay to say no. And sometimes we've gotten so close. And then when you realize, no, this is just a no, you know, it's frustrating because yeah. it's something I've been working towards for a while, but I still, you know, I believe that, when things are supposed to happen, the right thing in the right situation, the right group of people that will come to be. And in the meantime, I don't have a problem supporting other people because I'm still using my voice. I'm keeping my voice in shape. And I think the thing that I love the most, the most about touring is the engagement that you have with the crowd. And because it's still the pandemic, it's a little bit different. So you don't get to do the meet and greet. You can't, you know, reach out and reach out and touch. You can't do that. <laughs> so, I don't want to. I love Girl, it. But don't I don't, don't be, look, don't be teasing us because you know, look, you're not leaving without singing something about Whitney Houston. Something at the end. I'm away to the touch, end. Girl. I can't touch, you know. So, 
Yeah, I'm no, trying. that makes sense. Yeah. It's like you want to, ooh, but you might have COVID. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a little bit but different. I love but... that about you. I love that about you because you, it's not, like you said, I don't want to be poor. My face plastic, like you're a yeah. boss, you know? You, yeah. you, you know, you're, and so many people, especially artists get ripped off, you know, because they don't know their worth and they're so excited to have people hear their yes. music. You know what I mean? Yep. And and all the things that you say, oh yeah, put my stuff out there, whatever, and selling their selling the best of them. You yeah. know, <laughs> the best yeah. of them. Yeah, because I think, you know, I mean, don't get me wrong, there are definitely artists who like need lots of shaping and molding. And I think that's a great thing because if a person like if an A and R is doing their job and they see, okay, he or she has this thing, and maybe it takes XYZ to really pull it out to the fullest potential, but we're going to invest in that. That's great. But there are also people who've literally been doing this the majority of their lives. And especially these younger people who've been able to come up with all this technology right in front of them. Right. So it's not fair to say, but I get to press the button and make sure everybody hears you. So now I need to get the most of the money. Well, no, because the no for me is if I'm trash, you can press the button and nobody's going to listen to it anyway. Come so on it's now. Not, you know, if if what I have is garbage and you press the button and it's kind of like, hmm, it didn't work, then that's one thing. But if they continue to listen to it, if, you know, my fan base continues to grow, if more and more people want to see me perform live or download my music and X, Y, Z, of course, a portion of it is because you made it so that people are aware that the music exists. But if what I have isn't good, then it doesn't matter. You can give somebody something for free and they'll be like, oh, mm -mm, mm -mm, I don't like it. Free or not. I don't like it. You know, exactly. And you can't you can't make people like it. Yeah. You know what I mean? No matter what. You got that little you could fizz it up and then it's just settled back down. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Exactly. So I think, you know, honestly, that it that's what it is for me. I mean, I appreciate that I have a great management team. They're very supportive and understanding. No one has ever put me in a position where it's like, if you don't take this, you might not have another opportunity. Like, no, like they understand these are the objectives. If we have the opportunity where the minds are meeting and we're right here and it makes sense to go forward, then we'll do that. If it doesn't make sense and it seems like an opportunity opportunity because that word is used so loosely where you know i end up sure people know more about me and more people are aware and more people are listening but i'm only getting a tiny percentage no mm -mm. i'd rather not mm. just keep working towards what i'm actually working towards because the great thing about not just that mindset that you have but you have actually manifested you know opportunities um that maybe a label couldn't even given you sure. you know what i mean just just you like like for instance singing spend my life with you with the great eric throw <laughs> the clip q throw the clip
try to sing again. Look, Jessica Frozen, y'all. But I was like this, listening to her sing with the great Eric Benet. Mm-mm-mm. Jessica, there you go. <laughs> now you're frozen again. We're going we gonna to call this interview Frozen. That's what we're going to do. I think I'm going to stream like, <laughs> let it go. <laughs> Underneath. <laughs> Look, she frozen again. I'm going to call her Elsa. <laughs> you're good now. Yeah, you're good. Well, mm -mm. I think you go to the left a little bit or something. To the right. Oh, she went out. She's smart. That's that cancer, that cancer energy. She's like, let me go out and come back in. That was uh, Jessica singing with the great Eric Benet. And, you know, she's an independent artist doing that. Okay, let's see. She's trying to connect y'all. Okay, let me add her. There you go. Mm-mm-mm. I'm going to say it's the whole There you go. Ooh, you're moving, girl. <laughs> you're moving. Can you see me? Can so, you me? Yes, you can move. You can see. So when you look back and see moments like that with the great Eric Benet, I mean, what do you think? Like, oh, my goodness. I've done this as an independent artist. We're going to see if she move again. This, this whole interview is going to be called Frozen. But I got the picture up just in case you freeze okay, while you're talking. Okay. What I was going to say was that clip that you chose to play, actually, I am <laughs> probably more proud than most people realize. Not because that was my best vocal performance, but I had bronchitis very, very bad that day. I mean, very. Like, when I woke up, I couldn't talk. <laughs> wow. And... um. I think we were in Baltimore. Is that from the jazz festival there? This picture Maybe. or the performance? Uh, that the clip I that you played. Picture. You know, I just went on the internet, girl. I just put Jessica Jolie. I don't okay, know I think I think it was a jazz festival in Baltimore that we did, and I was okay. very very sick that day. I woke up, I couldn't talk. I told him and uh, the front of house engineer, like, I don't think there's nothing I can take that's gonna help me get through this show. I'm so sorry. Um, they were like, well, we'll just turn you up, you know, just try your best. And I did all the natural things that I could do. So I ate like a ton of raw garlic and I ate ginger and I drank a bunch of tea and I was in the shower probably for two hours trying to get my vocal cords loose. Time that set was done, I had lost my voice completely again. But I was, mm. I had such a hard time up to that point And I didn't know if somebody was, of course, they're going to record the time that I'm sick as a dog. And that's what's on YouTube, right? But I'm like, wow, considering how sick I was, that didn't sound too bad. <laughs> nah, you did good. And it's so, that's why I love doing interviews because you get to find out the backstory. Nobody probably yeah. would ever know what you went through for that yeah. one moment in time. You know what I mean? So, yeah. like you said, it might not be my best, but let me tell you, I couldn't even talk that morning. No, no. Like I was at that day was a struggle day the whole day. And when we got there, I was like, okay, let me make sure 
you know, songs that I'm just singing background, I'm going to sing really, really light and I'm going to give everything I can. And hopefully I don't crack and nothing else crazy happens. Because, <laughs> you know, what? and that's the thing when, like, people don't understand. It's like, yeah, sometimes people are just happen to be not the most fantastic at singing. But then there's a lot of times where you just don't have control over your voice and it has a mind of its own and it just does what it does. And you're like, well, that's not what I was trying it's, to it's do. A muscle. It's a, yes. And it's a muscle. You know, you have to yes. take care of it. Yep. So that, that I mean, the clip again, like, whoo, I, I got, I survived. So there's that. But also yeah. just having the opportunity to work with him. Um, it's just nothing that I ever thought would happen. I was always a fan of his music. I listened to it and I was young. And now that I'm older and I go back and I listen to the lyrics, I'm like, that's funny that my parents list, let me listen to some of this stuff so mature, you know, like, not necessarily un, like, inappropriate or inappropriate, but I was a kid and I yeah. loved, loved, I loved his voice and I loved, you know, his songs. Um, but never, not one time did I think, yeah, let me make sure I learn these songs because one day I'm going to sing gonna with him. I'm going to be singing with him one day. <laughs> right. And so the first time we actually had a rehearsal, I remember we went into rehearsal and we sat down with everybody and everybody was super nice. And he was just, you know, kind of handpicking the songs that he wanted to go over completely from the set list we didn't run the whole thing but there were certain things he just kind of wanted to hear what i was going to do and i don't remember the song but there was one song we were doing in particular we're singing and, that, and i'm just doing my little background thing or whatever and he stopped everybody and i was like oh did I, did I do something wrong you know like what is he gonna say and he said you really know my music and i was like no i told you like i've listened to this for a long time and he said but you know my vibrato <laughs> that's what i love about him real musician like he's yeah. not just a singer he's in there in the studio no. producing and writing the whole nine yeah exactly and again like it was such a big deal to me um the way that i ended up having the opportunity i had just moved to la one of my uh, good friends from home was um doing sound for guapale and at the time guapale was signed to eric Bonet's okay. label did a show, they performed a duet together, and he was there, and he was like, ooh, he was like, not to steal you away, but can you do a couple shows with me? And I'm like, absolutely, and, and of course, but then that, you know, mm -mm -mm. again, I don't, I don't. on again. Yeah, yep, yep, you, but you ended, you ended with, um, he stole you away. You still frozen though, girl. Mm -mm -mm. I don't know what we're gonna call this interview, Jessica. <laughs> you still frozen, girl. <laughs> okay, now you good. You good. Now you're not. <laughs> I think it's the oh. Wi-Fi at your hotel. That's all. It happens. That's what virtual. That's virtual, girl. Mm-mm-mm. She went out and came in. She coming back in. Listen, y'all. She doing the best she can with the Wi-Fi she got. Um, so thank you for uh, bearing with us. Because, you know, we ain't got no control. We ain't got no control over technology. We just have to go with it. Mm-mm-mm. Mm-mm-mm. Just okay, you good. Girl, I was about to I was about to uh imitate you. <laughs> you you frozen again. I mean, is there a can you scoot your chair over to the left? 
to the left, to the left. Mm-mm-mm. This damn stream yard. I don't know if it's a stream yard or the Wi-Fi. But uh see, shout out to Jackie Jones in the comments. Shout out to Oscar Waddlington. I'm just gonna say Oscar from Harrisburg. Pennsylvania checking in. Thanks for checking in with us. Jessica gonna come back out, come back in. She gonna do something with a wire hanger, get some Wi-Fi going. Jeffrey in the building. George from North Carolina. I've seen you a few times on my interview, George. I appreciate you coming through. Okay. Jessica, I had back to change in my, my location. I don't know if this is going to work better. <laughs> yes. I'm like, okay. I don't know. The lighting you might know, not be as good. I might have Extra bags and whatnot, but here we are. <laughs> I'm sorry, y'all. I'm trying. Thank you for no. Listen, thank you for being a trooper. You know what I'm saying? You didn't carry oxygen tanks, so I know you can deal with this. <laughs> My goodness. So, so Eric Benet stole you away, and obviously yes. you guys just must have clicked as people too, you know, because he still Absolutely. seems like he's just as supportive now as he was he back is. then. Yep, he he checks on me every now and again. Um, I still do, you know, one-offs here and there as um, our both of our schedules allow because he's equally busy now. Yeah, that COVID is the, well, the pandemic is not as pandemic-y. Look, she froze again, yeah. y'all. Am I frozen now? No, this is you good to be now. You good? Okay. Yeah, you got. <laughs> Listen, I'm taking every second. This is when this is when you, you appreciate every second with somebody. I'm trying. <laughs> y'all. I'm trying. <laughs> so she is. You're a trooper. You are a trooper. Thank you. I appreciate you. Of course. Yeah. But yeah, yeah no, like you said, he he's very supportive. Um and when we have the opportunity to connect still, we do. Um, but I mean, even prior to, you know, now and prior to pandemic, when I was touring mostly with him. Um, every opportunity he had, especially before and after we would sing the duet together, he would always introduce me, but then he would say, and go check out, you know, her latest, latest single X, Y, Z. Um, you know, and that's not, it's not very common. I've worked with a lot of people and a lot of people can tell you, you know, to your face, like, oh, you're so talented and thanks for being here. And I appreciate you. But then when it comes to other people and introducing you to other people, they just won't for whatever reason, Mm -hmm. you know, and he... He, he was never that way. He's not that way with me still. He'll still, I, and it's so funny because I'll text him here and there and be like, I see you t- you're stalking me on my Twitter because somebody, he will post something from a show that I've done with someone else and he'll be like, I told y'all Jessica Jolia was dope first. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I get dibs on that right there. Yes. <laughs> I love yes. that. That listen, that's the way I'm gonna be when you win your Grammy. I'm gonna be like, <laughs> I let me pull that clip. I said she was gonna win a Grammy. I I I totally believe that. It's you're gonna um have a, a super super hit one day soon. Like it's I mean, I already saw Thank that you. my favorite song, my favorite song of yours sometimes. Um you see, I think I saw a post on Decada Records uh Instagram, 10 million mm-hmm. views on TikTok. That's million. Just... Now... Well, talk about yes, because we haven't spent any budget on marketing and promotion. That's a, a thousand percent organic. And since then, it's gotten it's almost at 15 million now. 
And that's probably within like maybe six weeks time. And I haven't done anything. It's just the song is available. If you hear it and you like it and you want to use it, go for it. Um, and so that goes back to my point of just because you're willing to push a button to make people or people hear it doesn't mean it will work. It will work because it's good. And so let's make a deal where it's fair because yes, it's ne it's necessary for you to use your reach and whatever else to make sure that, you know, the most people possible can hear it. And especially targeting the right people that want to hear that type of music, but it doesn't take away from how great the music is or not either way. Right. Yeah. So, mm -hmm. Here I am. There you go. There you go. <laughs> Girl, you froze again. I'll listen. I don't know what to tell y'all, but Jessica is a trooper. Okay. You moving now. You moving. Your eyes is blinking. No, you are. I appreciate you for I'm hanging out. In really you are. You done went out 15,000 times, you know. So I appreciate <laughs> I, pre I, listen, yeah. I appreciate you. No, that's no amazing, worries. though. 10, 10 million? That's my yep. joint, too. Look, look. I'm going to have... Y'all need to know what my favorite, Jessica. Uh, it's only... It's, you know, I, it's only 20 seconds. 23 seconds of it. I hope copyright don't get me, Jessica. Okay. just walk away song and you wrote it I did all the music everything right I did I wrote it and um I worked with uh rhythm section entertainment so that's big Mike Hart and buddy bangs and we just kind of locked ourselves in a studio for probably I don't know 14 hours um I had some lyrics that I had started with and I was like okay Mike just play something and then let me just see where it goes and we spent that entire time start to finish and we got it done. And that's, that would mean that was my first single that I released as much as I had been, as much as I had been singing already and um, playing different instruments. That was my first, Hey, it's me song. Mm -hmm. um, so it'll always be special to me because it was the first song. And I think it's a very great um, representation of me as an artist because it showcases yeah. Now the writing and it showcases the range and the vocal arrangement and um, I think it highlights the even just the instrumentation. Like I I, I could never play guitar because my nails are ridiculously long, but wow. I love guitar. Yeah, just, you know? Girl, how you do anything? Look at them nails. Show them again. And these are short. These are short for me. Uh, they're short. Oh my God. I, I forgot we had that nail conversation. Lord <laughs> Jesus, you, they back. You back. <laughs> Don't hurt about that, Tiger. <laughs> Listen, Katie, Katie uh, made a great comment and had a great question. The comment was, she's legit. Katie Wilkinson in the comments. She's legit the only person that still looks great every single time the pick freezes. <laughs> Katie, I concur. I agree. Katie, you're so sweet. <laughs> Wait, I could listen. I could put it on the screen. I was like, I forget I got that ability. Yeah, <laughs> that's very 
very nice so of right. you. She's so I, right, I though. Like Every I, time you I pause. Like my mind, be, I'm looking. Look, she right. She paused again. Eyebrows popping. Still cute. You frozen, girl. But you still cute. Okay, you moved a little bit. Now it's a different pose. Katie was right. <laughs> oh, there you go. And, and Katie also, she also had another a question. Um, have you booked to have high tea with the queen when you hit London? <laughs> she knows that we're coming there in the summertime. No, but you can call, you can call Elizabeth for me. <laughs> Try to make it happen. Her outfits yes. are so cute. Is she so put together? Huh? Bless her heart. She's adorable. <laughs> what you say? Uh, like, who? Who? Queen Elizabeth. Who? Queen Elizabeth. Oh, oh, her outfits. Okay. Yes, she's so cute. Was she? Then is so she like cute. almost a hundred? Girl, but still like snazzy though. That's how, that's snazzy. how I like to live my life. I love that. Snazzy. I love that. <laughs> I ain't heard that word since Neverary first. Snazzy. <laughs> she was snazzy, like, oh. I like okay. that. I like that. <laughs> well, well, listen, you you talking and moving, and I don't want to jinx the God. So before okay. I let you let you let you go, because I mean you giving me some of your precious off day time. Okay. I appreciate you. I of want course. you to sing anything that anything that moves your heart, Whitney Houston. One of the things I love about you even singing background is Whitney did too. Whitney was like, well, we all know who Whitney is the biggest, the goat. Okay. And Whitney's still mm -hmm. on tour singing background for BB and CC Winans. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? A gospel yep. group. So I respect mm -hmm. artists who do that and support one another, regardless of their status. Cause it just says a lot about you and, and you know how this whole artist thing works, just supporting each other. But Absolutely. the last time, yeah, yeah. So the last time, you know, I left, she sang a Shaka Khan song and I messed it up by trying to sing it with her. You didn't <laughs> and, mess um, it up. You did not mess girl it up. By, girl by. <laughs> girl. That's, that's, that's that beautiful heart of hers. Um, <laughs> but I want to, you know what I'm saying? I want 10 seconds, 12 seconds, something, any kind of, I don't even know which one, just whatever you want to sing, just something so I can give to the Whitney fans. You know me, I'm all fanatical over Whitney Houston. Sure. Uh, let's see what comes to mind. Um, yeah, what comes to your mind, your heart, your soul? Uh, okay. It's the first day of spring. <laughs> this is probably not the first know. day of spring vibe, but... Okay, my uh, bad. My bad. See, I done messed it up it's again. Okay. It's okay, no. Uh, it was just the first thing that comes to mind. Um, I know that when you look at me, there's so much that you just don't see. But if you would only take the time, I know in my heart you'd find. Oh, a girl scared sometimes, who isn't always strong. Can't you see the hurt in me? I feel so all alone. Sing it, Q. Come on. Where you That's for you. Yes. Oh, my God. Thank you. Sasha, <laughs> <Sexual> chocolate. <laughs>
me to jump in. I listen, you know, this clip about to be edited and posted everywhere in two seconds. Ain't gonna have me in it messing it up. I don't know what you came to do. That's one that I always love. I love that. And I'm not love the skin and the bodyguard. It's so pretty how they it's it? just gorgeous. Yeah. The her running with the white yes. and the hair. Oh yes. my gosh. Oh my gosh. And you know what? Like I was on the red carpet of um Cheryl Lee Ralph, Divas, whatever. And yeah. they was honoring, yeah, they was honoring uh Diane Warren, right? And I was uh -huh. trying to interview Diane Warren, but somebody else was trying to interview Diane, and Diane was like, interview my friend. And her friend was the guy who wrote Run to You. Oh wow. The songwriter, wow. I think his name is Alan. I can't remember his last name, but Alan and I did a whole interview with him. He told me about Whitney singing the song and how guess what just like you were, she was super sick. Yeah. And, oh, really? And he yes. And he didn't know tell. You could never tell. It was beautiful. Just like you and that Eric Benet. I couldn't yeah. tell that you were sick at Ooh. all. Telling you, that was, well, I was I was fighting for my life. It was Squid Games that day, okay? <laughs> she did not Squid Games. my life. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, let me get, listen, somebody's, uh, uh, Lindsay Wilkinson said, thanks for brightening up my day. You two, you two together are hilarious. This <laughs> Jessica, this Jessica bring it out of me. Jessica, hilarious. Oh my I'm goodness. Watching. We do what we can, yeah, right? We're here to entertain. Say what now? I said hmm? we do what we can. We're here to entertain. Girl, <laughs> listen, I'm just trying. Look, I'm just trying to hold your light. I'm just trying to hold your light. <laughs> You're back doing shoe bop, shoe bop. Man. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen. Once again, I'm so honored. Can you do a drop for me and Soul TV? I've been partnered up with somebody, so okay. hopefully you don't mind. Just no, your name, no. and you're watching. Your, your name, you're watching Studio Q, and then your name, and you're watching Soul TV. But listen, can you put, um, my name is Jessica, whatever you want to say about your your career, and um, Ooh, that sounds like a lot. You trying to make me think. I know, I know. Look, I feel, look, I feel like I done went and wrote a script. I'm like, like wait, what? I had it, then I lost I it. I know, I know. <laughs> I, keep I keep forgetting, I keep forgetting, um, that for a long time I hid behind my logo and people didn't even know that Q meant Quincy. Sure. And so, so I'm saying, can you watch Quincy on Studio Q? You're what my name is Jessica, and can you watch another? Oh God, Lord. My name is Jessica, and you're watching Quincy on Studio Q. Oh okay. Lord. You ready? You ready? Yeah. And then my name is for Jessica. Oh, oh look, I didn't mess it up. I was I ready. I know. I know. I know. Okay. Five, four, three, two. My name is Jessica Jolia, and you're watching Quincy on Studio QTV. Girl, you a you 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 a natural. Now one more for some TV. Okay, wait, but don't have to say you or just so that is uh, what is it? You don't gotta say me. Just put Soul TV. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My name is Jessica Jolia, and you're watching Soul TV. Boom, girl. I, I mean, is acting in the in the in the future as well? Like, you know what's you so funny about that? I'm not, I'm not even. This is no exaggeration. People have been asking me that since I was a child. I, I, when, I was, when I was little, I did commercials like here and there, but it was nothing that I was like, oh, now I want to do this because I I just always loved music so much more. So 
I would do it like here and there for fun and it was cool. But then as I got older, I just kept going like more and more and more towards music. And I, I never really got back into it. I've done a few things here and there. I actually have a couple commercials that I've done within the past like three or four years. But like, I don't know, maybe, maybe I'll slide my way back in. Yeah, just stay open. <laughs> just stay yeah. open. Cause like, what, like, you know what I'm saying? Whitney wasn't, she's like, music is like this and, and, and acting is, then you yeah. wait in your trailer for five hours. So she yeah. she was more she was definitely like you, but still like there might be a role with your name on it. You know what I'm saying? And you know what? And I will say I'm not closing anything off. I haven't Good. you know actively been pursuing opportunities in that space. But if something were to come my way and it makes sense, absolutely, absolutely. I just I think the joy that I get from anything that I do creatively is being able to bring joy to the next person. You know, it's very fulfilling to be able to sing because you love to sing or be able to act because you love to act. But it's for me, whatever I do, I like, I pour so much into it that it's like, you got something from that. Now I feel fulfilled. Not because, Oh, she's got the highest notes and the best lyrics and the this and the that. I mean, those are cool things, but you know, at the end of the day, like it's to, my goal is always to positively impact the next person. If it's through music, if it's through acting, if it's because I, wrote a book or an essay or whatever you know that's that's what motivates me that's what keeps me going and working towards the next goal so if that's for me I'm here for it <laughs> girl listen you are a true artist so I don't see why that wouldn't be part of you know don't put you don't put baby in a corner don't put you in a box mm -mm. Don't yeah do it. Sky, sky's the limit so many opportunities yeah out there with your name on it of where you can touch people and some stuff where you don't even have to pour your soul into it because you just, you're just magic walking. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, sure. Sure. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Yes. I received yeah. that. Thank you. On this yes, Sunday. I'm manifesting. I'm manifesting <laughs> that for you, girl. I'm manifesting that for you in 2022, 20, 2023, 24, all that to come because you know, you got so much more to give so much. Yeah, more. absolutely. I appreciate you for that. Yes. Well, thank you so much, Elsa, for <laughs> you wrong, but that's cool. <laughs> Blame the hotel, not my heart. <laughs> she was the most beautifully frozen guest in the history of Spring Ride. <laughs> my girl said every frame was pretty. Okay. <laughs> Lindsay was like, girl. Thank you. Yeah. I, I'm telling you in my mind, I was like, I probably look crazy every single one of these times. No, it was a photo shoot, girl. It was. <laughs> you know, you remember in the beginning of uh, I, I, I'm Every Woman where they had what? the pictures. And, yeah, yep. yeah, that was you. <laughs> You was looking cute, girl. Well, well, Whitney must have been looking over today. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> I did not expect you to sing that song. I was like, oh my God, it's one of my favorites. I love oh, it. Yeah. It's just, it's it's such a gorgeous. And then I feel like I do a lot of research, but I never knew she was sick when she recorded that. She sounds amazing. Yeah. Amazing. Exactly. Yep. Yep. She, he, you know, she said he was all wrapped up and she didn't then, but you couldn't tell when she went in there and blew it away yeah no, she did an incredible job mm. yeah bless her heart well, that, i know i know i know I, I love so much that you love whitney i love that. yeah 
Yeah, it's one of the it's one of the many things I love about you. So yeah. thank you so much for for bearing through with the Wi-Fi, <laughs> celebrating our anniversary. You're the first person yeah. that I ever interviewed on anything live for Studio Q, and so you'll always be special to me. And I appreciate you uh, being my first interview on Soul TV and um, just taking time out to uh, talk to us all today. And we're gonna look okay. for you out in the world. Yes, please do. And of course, thanks for having me. I know I we talked about this on the last interview, but I actually found you. I was probably the stalker in this case because I saw your interviews with Whitney before you even had an Instagram page. And I was like, who is this? Because I've never seen a person do an interview with someone they don't know. And when you're watching it, it's like they know each other already. They're having a very friendly conversation. It's relaxed. It's comfortable. There's no weird, awkward moments. And I'm like, she's going to show up online eventually. I'll find her. I will. And I had no idea we were going to actually have a conversation. I was just so intrigued. Like, she's so good. Like, this is crazy. And then when you pop up, I'm like, oh, me? You pick me? Okay. <laughs> Girl, listen, those words just wore my heart. I mean, especially about Whitney, because I was so freaking nervous and, and scared. And I don't even really consider that an interview. To me, that was just a love letter. Like, sure. I love you, Whitney Houston. And this is yeah. my moment. <laughs> that, yeah, know, no, I mean, so. it. I think it was just because when you're interviewing, I suppose, because I've never interviewed another person, but when you're interviewing a person of such high status, who's achieved and accomplished so much and has impacted so many people in so many amazing ways, I would think, first of all, even, you know, composing the questions might be challenging. What do I ask? Because I'm sure she's answered the same question so many times, but it was more than even the content. It was just, you know, the body language and, you know, the jokes and the this is and the, I mean, it was just so, it looks so natural and that's what you want as a person who's on the opposite end of an interview. You don't want to sit there where you're like, oh, I'm, this is uncomfortable. But now I'm trying not to show that I'm uncomfortable on my face. And I'm trying to figure out how to answer this question without, you know, not answering, but then saying too much or too little, you know, and it was just it flows so freely. And I've seen so many interviews that she had done with other interviewers and some were very uncomfortable and awkward. And you could tell that she made the best of it because she was so witty. But it was like, had she not been that way, this would have went a whole different direction because the person asked and asked, asking the questions cared more about the drama and the what can I get out of this versus I just want to highlight how great you are, you know? And I think you did that with her, which it's not hard to do with Whitney because she was so fabulous. But like I said, when you're a super fan and you really appreciate so many things, and then I'm sure you study different interviews, it's like, where do I begin? Because she's asked and been answered and answered and been asked so many questions, you know, already. Like, I don't want to ask her the same things that she's heard over and over and over again. And you didn't. You did such a good job. So fast forwarding to actually sitting in and having a conversation, two conversations with you now. <laughs> I never thought that was why I was watching you so intently. But I, I have to, you know, give you props where they're due. And you, you did a fantastic job. I've seen many interviews that she sat through. Um, some were, I'm sure, very difficult, but she managed and yeah. some were great. Um, but yours, and like I said, you didn't even have a social media page. So it wasn't like, mm -hmm. you know, I, right. I, I eventually got to the Whitney interview. It just happened to pop up on, on my Explore feed. Like it was one that stood out and I watched it so many times. And I was just like, this is a 
talent. This is a gift. It's not just, I, I worked on my interviewing skills. Like it was like, no, because it's not easy to make a person that you don't know feel very comfortable in a short amount of time. And seeing mm-hmm. it with someone, like I said, of such stature and, and, and so many yeah. athletes, it's like, she could interview anybody. I don't know. I mean, is Obama on the list or did you already do that? Or <laughs> <laughs> Not even close. Girl, every interview, listen, every single interview I've had, I mean, Whitney to anybody has been a miracle. Like, like I don't, because I don't know anybody. I don't have any connections, but God. Sure. I don't, I don't, yeah. you know, a lot of people um, I've interviewed just one time, you okay. know, um, but it, but because it's a Danny Glover, yeah. it matters. You know yes. what I mean? Because yep. I only asked one question to Oprah, but they use that clip and put it on Oprah.com. So it's like, <gasps> you know what I mean? Yeah. Yep. But, so I don't have like 10 interviews with Viola Davis. I got one moment, but still, mm-hmm. how did yeah. I get that one moment? Yeah. Yep. You know, well, well, as a, you- as a person that's been interviewed, by me look a self-indulgent moment what 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 is it that you feel that makes you feel comfortable because to me you come with comfort just being you and your own authentic self um I think I've had interviews with people where you can tell they are genuinely interested or curious in what they may be asking you but the way that the, the questions come about, whether it's the tone of voice or the facial expressions or what have you, is so stale that you feel like, it's uh, to me, it's like the difference between when I was in college and I was studying classical music and everything was stand this way and boop, 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 you know, do all those things. And I can't like, I can't do none of this, you know? <laughs> Versus like, oh, we're just having a conversation. conversation. It's not like, yeah. it's not, here's the question answer the question here's the question answer the question it's like these are questions but we're talking about them together and so it's not you know that you ask me something and I give you a response and you're like great and so then what it's more like you ask the question and then I give you a bit of it and then we go into more dialogue about that question and that's what makes it comfortable it makes it feel you know very conversational and not like I'm under, you know, an eyeglass. Like, Microscope, gotcha. You know, yeah, you know. you've done a lot of other interviews. You're an artist, duh. Yeah. You've done all kind of interviews with other people. Yeah. yeah. And some have yeah. been like, fortunately so far, and I'm sure, you know, if, if as life continues to progress and more interviews come by, you know, I, I'm sure that I'll have more experiences with people who's either interviewing skills may not be as great or their intentions might not be as great because some people take the interviews because they want to try to get dirt, you know, and I don't like that stuff either. And I haven't really had to deal with that. Um, But, you know, like I said, I would say of all the interviews I've done, it's just to me, anytime I feel like I'm in a space where I'm just naturally having a conversation and I don't feel like I can't say this word, I can't do this thing. I have to, you know, be this and this and that. If I could just be myself, like, those are the best. Mm-hmm. And still, I, yeah. I said it last time and I'll say it again. This is still, I mean, the number two, but it's the best interview because it feels like I'm just sitting talking with my friend. You know, I'm not. No, know. I'm giving you the tambourine. <laughs> <laughs> it's Sunday and you get the tambourine. But that's what makes it so great, you know? I'm not, Thank you so well, much. let me try to pull Thank an answer out of the sky. Let me just say what it is. You yeah, know? no, I and, and I'm genuinely just interested in the story because 
it connects us all. You know what yes. I mean? It connects us all. Somebody can see something in you that could spark something in them. And, mm-hmm. you know, they see you. They don't know your story. They don't know that you had COVID twice. They yes. don't know, you know, they don't know that you had bronchitis before you went out there because mm-hmm. had they known, like, the standing ovation would have been right. times 10. <laughs> right. Exactly. Exactly. You know what I'm <laughs> <laughs> and the fact that you have no marketing, but yet, Sometimes, which is my favorite Jessica Jolia song that she said was her first one out there, 10, 15 million views yeah. on TikTok. That's amazing. Just as a, a, you know, black female woman out here doing it. I mean, I know, I know you got a whole bunch of other ethnicities, you know. <laughs> I do. I'm basically, I'm, we are the world. Yeah, we are the world. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Irish, you got all kind of stuff going on with you. Yes. But yes, I'm just talking to the black one right now. You know, the black. <laughs> fine, that's fine. You know, I, I did my little uh 23andMe, and I think out of everything, I was the most Nigerian. So we'll. Are you serious? Me. I'm gonna yep. have to do me. I'm gonna have to do me. So interesting. It is fascinating. Like you see the things that you expect, but then you see all these other, like Indian and Sri Lanka, and like all these things that you're like, oh shoot, I have that too. That it's just it's cool to know like all the different spaces and places that you come from and and then like for me like i'm the only person in my family that like loves loves indian food they don't hate it but they're not like obsessed with it and i'm like no i love it and then i get these back and i'm like oh because i'm indian duh like you did not need to do 23 and me i could have told you that you was indian by the baby hairs <laughs> um, <laughs> Yes, <laughs> you got the prettiest Indian baby hairs, girl. What you talking about? I already knew you had Indian in your family, girl. <laughs> wow, which, which ethnicity surprised you the most? Was it was it the Indian or the Nigerian? No, I well, girl, I got juicy thighs, so I figured like Nigerian <laughs> makes sense. <laughs> but no, I think Indian was it was surprising only because I think from my childhood up into adulthood, my great grandmother, we were told she was Irish and Native American and maybe a couple other things. So I knew like the native side, but Indian from India, I just was completely unaware. I had no idea. And then there's like, I mean, I have a a specific subscription to 23andMe and it regularly updates. So I think they change the way that they test things. And so if they update the testing, then they can update the sample that you provided. And so sometimes it will show, oh, and this now just popped up too. And it might be the teeniest, tiniest thing. I think I had like 2% like Pacific Islander. Again, like I wouldn't have known that. I would have never known. Wow, man. It's so I mean, fascinating. I'm a, Maybe I'll do that for my mom's birthday. Like where, where yeah. we come from? Yeah, yeah. where we come because from. Because it makes you feel just, I don't know. It's just... It's very interesting to know, you know, where you're coming from. And then if you apply it to the person you've become, for me, there's a lot of things that made more sense. Cause like I said, like specifically with cuisine, like I'm always the one, I've, all of my siblings, I'm, I'll try this and I'll try that. And, you know, they're more like, Ooh, I just want American and some, maybe some seafood. Yeah. Here and, there. and I'm like, no, I'm gonna, and then I'll, I'll get attached to something. Like when I was in the hospital with COVID, the only thing I would eat was this little frozen Indian food, uh, Indian meal. It was like a vegetable korma, I think. They tried to give me everything in the world. And I was like, this is making me sick. They brought me that. I'm good. And I had it for like four days straight. <laughs> oh my gosh. Dang. You're so diverse, girl. Like, I mean, 
Well, some people, I'm just a fan of their music, but other people, I'm a fan of them. I'm a fan of you as a person. I appreciate so. you. I'm a fan of you. Yeah. I'm a, I'll be a fan of your music if you put some out. Girl, girl, I'm going <laughs> to need... I, first of all, I'm going to need to borrow your vocals on the, uh, you know, <laughs> while you sleep, I'm going to have to borrow three chords, <laughs> a whole track, <laughs> look at a windscreen, so it's and a, a little bit of auto-tune. <laughs> but listen, I'm a great lip syncer. I'll lip sync something if I know the words. Look, it's time for us to go. You done froze again. It it's time. Yeah, I know. I'm just Look, you the froze doing this. You the you the mannequin challenge. You the froze doing this, girl. Man, I'm a, I'm gonna wait till you come back. Yes, okay. I can't just hang up on you like my grandma used to do me. All right, Whitney Houston on channel five. Click. Bye. Bye. Yes. She didn't even say bye. You just you look. You said bye so you wouldn't be feel embarrassed because the other person is like, damn, she just hung up on you. She has something today. She didn't. She has something to say. She didn't care what we said. Look at Jessica yeah. laughing. <laughs> oh, before I go, some last question, and then I'll go. Do you, do you have sometimes that you feel down and you feel like you cannot sing? Down from being sick, or down from we just go, we just just interpret it the way you want because yeah, because I'm like mm, uh no you know why I would say because generally speaking even when I am sick singing in just music and just she frozen y'all I don't know how we did this whole interview but we did it I'm trying <laughs> to answer the question y'all yes I know I know this is the last question um, though go ahead um, no, I'm, I'm going to try to get it in before I freeze again. Um, music is, is okay. what makes me feel better when I'm having bad days or difficult days or, you know, I'm not sure what decision I want to make about something. It kind of centers me. So I think if I'm down, the last thing that is impacted is my desire to sing because it, it just naturally makes it. Okay, okay, let's refocus. Let's get back to, you know, you know whatever it is that we're working towards. I, I do allow myself the time and the space to be like, oh, I just... Not feeling it right now, but not long enough to where mm -hmm. I'm like, oh, I don't want to sing anymore, and I don't want to this, and I don't want to. Yeah, those are the I, things. I imagine you singing all day. Yeah, I, I sing all the time. Yeah, all, all the time. Even when you're not aware. Yeah. Yep. Even when you're Absolutely. not aware. Yeah. No, I would annoy you because I'll be like harmonizing on the wrong note. I'd <laughs> <laughs> be like, yeah. oh, okay. Mm -hmm. Try it again. Just. <laughs> listen, listen. When I, when I, whenever God allows us to be in person, trust me, I'm gonna have you working on at least one, one, one song. Not a whole song, just you know, maybe seven seconds. I'd love to. I would be honored. <laughs> Yay! And listen, just doing karaoke, I realize mm -mm, uh, Bobby Brown is uh, Michael Jackson to me. Okay, I was like, damn, how Bobby do it? <laughs> I'm winded. I'm already winded. <laughs> I need breath control. Lord, every little step. Oh, you know what? I really, I really underestimated Bobby. <laughs> Shoot, between the singing and the dance moves, yeah. Yeah. Boy, right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Girl, I can talk to you all day. But not frozen, not frozen. You back? Yes. 
Listen, love you. Be safe. And um, we'll chat again soon. But be safe and take care of yourself, okay? For I real, for real. Will. We need you. I will. We need a healthy Jessica. I absolutely will. I can promise you that. Yay. Love you, girl. Thank you so much for <laughs> doing this interview. Uh-huh. Peace. Bye.